live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire and I'm accompanied by the one the only my boy producer Eli how was your weekend my friend and hello everybody oh sorry I was channeling Mike Crispy weekend was great Jeremy there he is right there hair down and everything weekend was great how was your weekend let us know who you are where you're watching from so we can give you a live shout out like Majorva Vanette from Ohio how about Good morning to Denise. Good morning. Watershed, it looks like. Carol, how you doing? Good to see you. Tina, thank you for joining in today. Snow in Texas. Unbelievable. 43 Gators, watching from Florida with a name like that. I think you'd have to be. Zena Bailey 1 is watching. D. Shawley from Pennsylvania is watching. Thank you very much. Jess Patriot is watching. Ultra MAGA Warriors watching. Barb Joyce Allison is in the building. Give them a shout out. Mateo is here. Give him a shout out. Aspen from Illinois. Give her a shout out. That'd be my cousin. Uh, Jackie Summers is here. Everybody say hello to Jackie Summers. How about Gina? Freezing in Wyoming. I'll bet it is. Barbara Peters is here. Good to see you, Barbara. After a weekend. Kobe Jean, God bless you. Thank you for being here. OFP Farms is in the building. God bless you and thank you for being here. One more. Let's give it to Irod Carr from California. I bet it's not too cold there. It depends, I guess, on which part of California they're watching from. So thank you guys for joining in. I really appreciate it. Look, we got a massive two hours planned today. We're going to be talking about Donald Trump, the sub-zero hero, plowing through the snow, plowing through the snow, snows like you've never seen, and temperatures uh, also, we're going to be talking about the mainstream media, corporate media's response to Donald Trump just seeming to be unstoppable, unbeatable, and getting stronger. 
We're going to be talking about the other candidates that are in the race, how they're doing and how Donald Trump is reacting to them. We're going to be talking about the deep state and plans that they might have for when, not if, Donald Trump gets back in the White House. We're going to be talking about Brad Raffensperger, Fannie Willis, Georgia. We're going to be talking about the airlines, the FAA uh, update on Texas versus Border Patrol, and much, much more. What I need you guys to do is, first of all, I need you to smash that rumble button. I need you to click that thumbs up. Make it turn green. If it's not, or if you refresh and it's gone, then hit it again. And for all those people out there who dislike the video, we'll ask that you please hit the thumbs down. Down, okay? Hit the thumbs down. We want to remind everybody that there are no links allowed inside the live chat unless they are LFA related. Any other link can go down in the bottom section of this show. And last but not least, I've shared to Getter. I've shared to Truth Social. I've shared to Twitter. I've shared to uh, Truth so- Telegram. I've shared to four different places. How about you? Let's do our civic duty and get the message out there. Now, the man for the hour is only Donald Trump. I've been saying it since the beginning. Anybody that ran against Donald Trump in these primaries, they do have a right to do so. But should they? This is not like any other election. This is not even like the 2016 or the 2020 election. This is the end-all, be-all. This is war. And when you're in war, and the one man that you know is right for the job is being persecuted, prosecuted unlawfully, and completely attacked day in and day out, it is your civic duty, Ron DeSantis. It is your civic duty, Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy and the Donut King, Chris Krispy Kreme Christie, and the rest of the nobody, no-name nothings, who decided to throw their name into the ring for this uh, 2024 presidential election. None of you should have ever done it. And I will have zero respect for all those who did it because of the fact that they should have rallied around President Trump and forced the RNC and forced the Republican Party and the rest of the GOP to follow suit. They didn't do that. They gave the GOP, they gave the RNC fuel and fire to go against Donald Trump. If you ask me in my personal opinion, Donald Trump is the only man in the arena, the only man for the hour. I don't give a crap what the other people say. I don't give a crap what the other people do. What I do know is that nobody could have done for this country what this man did, and nobody could go through in this country what this man is going through. He truly is the man in the arena. Roll it. The Critic Who Counts. Not the man points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. 
armor of God, having all the courage in the world, understanding that world peace is far better than a world at war and profiting from it. They hate him because he dared to do stuff like this. They hate him because he fights for you. He is the only man in the arena. Ladies and gentlemen, you see that line that he just crossed right there? Well, there's a line that they crossed themselves. I'd like to thank uh, Toria Brooke, a friend of ours on Instagram. Great patriot. You guys are going to want to follow her on Instagram. Toria Brooke, we'd like to thank her for that video. He's the only man in the arena. He crossed the line, and guess what? That line was for us. They crossed the line, meaning our own federal government against us. And that is why, for me, he is the only man in the arena worth talking about. Everybody else is irrelevant. Now, I'd like to thank the following people. If we could pop up the Rumble chat here. Look at this. We got a $20 donation from Arthur. How much does a federal refugee make? As of January 2nd, the average annual pay for the DHS refugee category is $47,106 a year. Just in case you need a calculator, that's $905 a week. Thank you for the stats, Arthur. God bless you. God bless what you're doing for this country. And thank you for the donation, my friend. Pika Dilly, one, God bless, $20 donation. Arthur Nettler, also another $5 donation. Getting the word out there like he should. And Mateo, 2018, a $50 donation to keep the cause going. Keep our producer in the, his button in, in the seat. Yahoo, LFA TV, Monday. I love my president, says Ruby Slippers. Welcome to all newcomers, says Cat352. I'd like to give a, a special shout out to a handle called One Pissed Off Lady, who actually has not seen me and since the, uh, since the Facebook days, who has now made her way back to Live from America. So if the LFA family can please give her some love, show her some love, get the rest of the folks on Facebook to know where we are, what we're doing, I would truly appreciate that. I'd also like to thank the... Monthly uh, donors on JeremyHerald.com. By the way, folks, no matter how much our website is attacked, our um, company that works with us for donations, it is third party and it's only embedded on our website, never been attacked and is always safe. Monthly donors like Mitchell Brinson. Thank you. Tammy Versaw, Carol P- uh, Pulin, Janet Verga, Tiana Leiden. Jennifer Jasperson, John Raish, Julie Brunswick, Jennifer Maroon, Kimberly Holiday, Kristen Heckber, and Glenda Poulos. Thank you so very much for your kind monthly contribution to LFA TV. Much like any other subscription like Netflix or something, 
It costs us to run here as well. It is not required for you to donate, but those who find this uh, valuable, what we do here, and valuable that we're growing and doing the rallies and, and putting people on the border now, uh, you guys understand what we really need, and you guys are making sure that we have it every single day. So God bless you. Speaking of God, let's go to him now. On this January 15th year of our Lord, as we approach 4,000 people ready to hear the gospel, let's go to it now. Use your trials and your troubles, much like the ones that we've been going through here, right here in America, for a long time, but really since November 4th of 2020, to draw closer to God. He says, when you view troubles in this way as reminders to draw nearer to me, you can actually rejoice in your trials, right? Look at the glass half full, not half empty. Reach into your arsenal of prayer and speak one or more of them boldly. The enemy will retreat and I will draw near. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. Don't go, oh, me again? Oh, why is this happening to me? Are you serious? No, 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 no. Enjoy, embrace James 1, 2. How about this one? Psalm 143, 8. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go for you, or for to you I lift up my soul. Psalm 143, 8. And folks, before you turn out the light tonight, when you get down and lay down for bed, don't run from me. Draw nearer to me, and I'll draw nearer to you. Uh, one trick that I like to do, folks, if you really, really are um, depending on the Holy Spirit for all your peace and joy, when you go to bed at night, open up your Bible or open up your Bible app and let the Holy Spirit, rely on the Holy Spirit to guide you in what he wants you to hear before bed. Pick that verse out. Sometimes I just do it just like this. Pick out a verse, God speaks to me, and I listen. And sometimes, just sometimes, that puts me right to sleep. All right, folks, remove your hats. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. We're 17 minutes past the hour. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And in Jesus' name we get started right here on Live from America. So folks, if you could do me the favor and lift up your cups, I hope, I hope and pray that you're sipping on some Rise Up coffee. If not, I think I know somewhere where you can get it. While we're sipping on our Rise Up coffee, let's look into our friends, OFP Farms. There's to you, OFP Farms. OFP Farms, folks, I'm going to tell you who they are right now. Denise and Corey, they want you to know them by the first name. Why? Because they want you a part of their family. They want you a part of their herd. The same herd that they use to make the great and wonderful goat milk products. Not just soap, but goat milk products that you see on their website, OFP Farms. Now, here is one that I took with me the last time I traveled. When I went to Iowa, I took Tender Tennessee Christmas with me. And I took it and I left it with my sister. So hopefully... Hopefully, they can smell it and go, what is that smell? Why does our bathroom smell different? See that, ladies and gentlemen? Enter your email and join the herd today. Well, it's because you've got OFP Farm Soap in your bathroom. That is why, Cassie. So if you're smelling that after we left and you wondered what it was, and you're like, man, my bathroom smells so much better, 
It's because it has OFP Farms Tender Tennessee Christmas Soap. Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. Uh, $9 unless you use the promo code LFA15. That is LFA15. And these are not small bars, folks. They're good-sized bars. And they last a while, and they do the trick. And I definitely suggest that when you go to OFP Farms, you read the descriptions, folks. Read the descriptions. Because other people will tell you how they have um, basically come to love OFP Farms. And you'll, you'll constantly see something that says sold out. Well, that's because, folks... They're working their hardest, and so is their little herd. So OFPFarms.com, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15 today. We'll get you 15% off our friends, Denise and Corey's products, and the herd, OFPFarms.com. Okay, first and foremost section of the day, we are here. Mainstream media is freaking out. Why? Because impeachment didn't work. Witch hunts didn't work. In, uh, Russia, Russia, Russia didn't work. The lawsuits didn't work. The civil lawsuits didn't work. Jack Smith didn't work. Fannie Willis didn't work. Letitia James didn't work. Fat Alvin Bragg didn't work. Nothing seems to work on this guy. Why does it seem to be that everything that is hurled at Donald Trump from the mainstream media, from the deep state, from corrupt politicians, from lobbyists, from donors, from billionaire hedge fund globalists that want this man removed at all costs? Why? Can't they take him out? Why is he really embodying what we all know as the nickname Teflon Don? Is he really Teflon Don? The man seems to be unstoppable. How does he come back from all of this, all of these attacks, and still plugging through? Well, I have my opinion. It would be called a little something called the armor of God. How else would you explain it? If anybody out there who is watching does not believe in God, does not believe in Jesus, does not believe in the armor of God, how would you explain it? Eli, can I ask you, how would you, outside of what I just mentioned, Teflon Don, how would you explain that this man seems to be fighting off the entire United States government, all the globalists, and seems like he's just getting stronger? Is there an earthly, um, is there an earthly, reason for that i mean i just don't understand nobody in the world has ever been able to do it none that i can find i'm blown away every time we go to one of his rallies and he's ready to go to six more rallies and we're dead tired ready to fall asleep right after Armor eli is always saying that he's like how does this get how does he like we'll go to a rally and we'll go to eli right we're at the rally all day now trump's not at the rally all day but he's flying to the rally he's working on the plane he's getting ready he's getting poll numbers he's working his campaign so he gets there, he does the rally, he seems to speak for hours and hours and hours. We're dead tired, we pack up, we're driving home, we're like, uh, it's so hard to do these rallies. Guess where he's going? Guess where he's going? He's on the plane going to another rally in a different time zone, or he's going off to the UFC or some other event so that he's constantly campaigning. The man is a machine, a machine, or he's anointed by God. One or the other, I don't know. But I know mainstream media, corporate media, they don't like it at all. Roll it. Trump lead in some perspective here. First of all, the 48% that he's registering here, that is the highest share for a Republican candidate in a final Des Moines Register poll 
ever. That surpasses the record of 43% from George W. Bush on the eve of the 2000 caucuses. Bush won those caucuses. Also, the margin, Trump 48, Haley 20, that's a 28-point margin. That is also the biggest margin in a final register poll, also breaking a record of George W. Bush of 23 points when he won the caucuses in 2000. So that Trump lead, we haven't seen that before, but we've been seeing a lot in the polling this year. Put this Trump lead in some perspective here. First of all, the 48% that he's registering here, that is the highest share for a Republican candidate in a final Des Moines register poll ever. That surpasses the record of 43% from George W. Bush on the eve of the 2000 caucuses. Bush won those caucuses. Also, the margin, Trump 48, Haley 20, that's a 28-point margin. That is also the biggest margin in a final register poll, also breaking a record of George W. Bush of 23 points when he won the caucuses in 2000. So that Trump lead, we haven't seen that before, but we've been seeing a lot in the polling this year. Put this Trump lead in some perspective here. First of all, the 48% that he's registering here, that is the highest share. Now, ladies and gentlemen, just to get off that real quick, I want to go back and I want to talk about what this means, okay? This means that Donald Trump, where are all these votes coming from? Where are they coming from? Why is he leading more now than he ever has been before? Are Republicans growing on trees? Eli, are MAGA Republicans sprouting up out of the ground? No. The reason why his numbers are polling so high and why he's trending so big is because Democrats and independents have had enough. They've had enough. This is common sense, self-explanatory. They don't want any more of the status quo. It has not been working for them so well. And then you couple that together with, Eli, only 28% of Americans think that Joe Biden is mentally capable to do anything, let alone be president of the United States. Now, I know that that is a funny, you know, it's kind of funny, but think about that, Eli. In, in, in all reality, only 28% of our country thinks that the guy leading our country is mentally fit. I'm actually kind of questioning that 28% how they function on a day-to-day basis. Me too. Me too. Listen to this. This is from another mainstream corporate media outlet regarding just that. Roll it. You have, you have the question of the president's age. I mean, it's just there in poll after poll, not just ours. Our poll, in fact, said 28%, just 28% think that President Biden has the mental sharpness to effectively serve for another term. While he's talking to J.B. Pritzker, Governor Porky Pig, but eat, but eat, but eat, but eat. That's all, folks, right? I think we got that, Eli, don't we? Here's Governor Porky Pritzker. That's all, folks. <laughs> they don't like it. They don't like it. I have another one from CBS, another a completely uh, different mainstream media that shows a new CBS poll shows that President Donald J. Trump has his largest lead yet with 69% answering of 2024 Republican nomination. Who would you vote for today? 69%. Followed by Ron DeStupid at 14%. And 
Hillary Nikki, Nikki Hillary Haley at 12%. Vivek Obama Swamy at 4%. Now, despite the constant lawfare attacks, the constant arrows from the deep state, from the rhinos, and the weaponization of our full government against him, Donald Trump continues to rise in the polls. So I will take you back to what I opened up the first and foremost section. Actually, even before that, when I opened up with the cold open, anybody who ran against Donald J. Trump in this election does not have my respect, nor do they have my vote ever again for anything that I could vote for them for. Now, whether Donald Trump puts any of these people somewhere, that's on him. That's his job. Jadina says, great, but what is happening in New Hampshire? Nothing. The same thing. Whether they will report on it or not is another story. Donald Trump's got a double-digit lead over Nikki Haley here as well. He is the only man for the job. He's always been the only man in this race. So the faster these people drop out, the better. Unfortunately for us and for the country, there's always somebody with a pocket that wants to put somebody up against Donald J. Trump. So he's just going to have to keep dealing with it. So you've got all the mainstream media finally coming out and saying, there's no way to beat this guy. He's unstoppable. Now, getting to the thumbnail of the day. Did anybody at all have any... um, Did anybody see Donald Trump plowing through the snow in Iowa? Has anybody earned the vote of the Iowan citizen more than Donald Trump? Do you see anybody else plowing through the snow, flying in in a snowstorm, visiting town after town after town during the 15, 20 degree below zero weather? Lines waiting for this man standing there in every... But what? hey, look, the Midwest is a strong place, folks. You're not going to send in 15, 20 degree below weather and have Iowans stay home. No, no, no. They're built for this. They're built for this. They're built for the wind. They're built for the cold. And they stood out there in the cold, in the 15, 20 degree below weather for Donald Trump. Now, a lot of people said, wow, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt us. The weather coming in, really? Is it going to hurt us? Or is it going to hurt the weak-spined rhinos and the weak-spined Democrats. I'll tell you what Donald Trump said about it. You cannot sit home, no matter what. He said this, and I quote, Are you ready? Even if you vote and then pass away, right afterwards, it's worth it. That's a quote from Donald Trump. As he was making his final plea, to supporters in Iowa on Sunday to be brave in the frigid cold and show up to caucus for him despite a blizzard forcing him to cancel three different rallies. Trump continued to implore his base to vote for him by using familiar lines of attack against his opponents. However, he tempered expectations of his predicted margin of victory and then says this, we have a lot going against us right now, the weather, the deep state, the weaponization, But even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. Donald Trump told a packed crowd at Simpson College Auditorium. You're very hardy people. I've heard that. 
Trump said to the applause, noting that the storm had zero effect on the dedication of his supporters. Did anybody see the thumbnail that Eli made for this show today? If not, I should see a bunch of numbers drop right now because a bunch of people are backing out to look at the thumbnail. Back out. Look at the thumbnail. Let's watch the numbers drop and then rise higher than ever. Look at the thumbnail. Sub-zero hero. Even if you die right away, go vote. No matter what. I like that. I like that, Eli. Now I'm going to show you some videos of the man, the myth, the legend, which is Donald Trump battling the snow. Now, I'm sure you've seen this, but I know that there are people that watch live from America that don't watch any other news anymore because they don't trust anybody and they won't even waste their time turning on TV or going on social media. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a couple of the videos uh, that I have right now of Donald Trump battling the weather, going through the storm. I have a video where he's driving through it and I have a video of the airport itself. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Let's get this video of him getting to the airport first. Perfect. This is him fighting the, the storm on his way in, folks. Fighting the storm on his way in, trying to get to the, uh, trying to get to Iowa. Uh, and I remember he said on Friday, whether we got to come hell or high water, we're going to get there. All right, put this on the screen. This is him getting into Iowa. So that was when he first arrived. I know some people said, nope, not backing out because then I won't get back in. Another person said, I'm not watching the commercials. I forgot that there's commercials because I have a, because I have a, um, uh, a public account, a business account. I don't see the commercials. So I apologize for that one. Um, okay. Again, this is da- uh, Dan Scavino. This is him uh, filming as Donald Trump arrived in Des Moines, Iowa. And Des Moines seems to be a, a favorite place of him uh, to visit because it's such a big area. And a lot of people fly in and out of Des Moines. So put this up. Here we go. Let's go. Now, again, folks, this is nothing for the people of Iowa, right? This kind of weather, this isn't nothing for the great people of the Midwest. So then he touched down. And this is, I'm just kind of recapping the weekend leading up until today, which is Iowa caucus day, okay? Um, weather won't stop us Iowans from coming out to caucus. Real Carolique says, unfreaking stoppable. Freedom says, tell me anyone else who loves us more than that man. He, he went into, to, if anybody's from the Midwest, they know that um, a famous uh, gas station out there is Casey's, Casey's, right? Casey's is where you go to like convenience store, gas station. You know, you get the best pizza, gas station pizza at Casey's. Now, if you live in New England, it's Cumberland Farms. And if you also live in New England, you don't call it Cumberland Farms. You call it Cumbies. You come around here asking where Cumberland Farms is, and, we don't, and you don't say Cumbies. We know you're from out of town. You know what I mean? So Cumbies and Casey's, kind of like that same very famous gas station of that region. Trump went into a Casey's, bought pizza for the firefighters, and he made some remarks, too, which we're going to show right now. Here's some of the remarks that Donald Trump made 
uh, in Iowa over the weekend. And uh, of course, we never get enough of Donald Trump. So go ahead and play these. If the Biden DOJ gets away with this interference, then it won't stop with me. The weaponization of law enforcement against Republicans is never going to end. Remember, the advantage I have is that when they indict me, I can explain to people, because I have a big audience, and I can explain. But if I'm a congressman or even a senator, and I get a subpoena to go to a grand jury, you're dead. Politically, you're dead. You can't explain it. I can sit here in front of these big audiences with all those crazy cameras back there, and I can explain it, and people can make up their mind. And they made up their mind like 85% that it's a witch hunt hoax. It's just a continuation of Russia, Russia, Russia. So there was some of the remarks he made. Of course, he made, he's always, he's always uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that you hear he says in a lot of his uh, campaign speeches. Um, but, you know, I, I like to, he always adds something new, right, because of, current events or where he is. So I like to play some of these again. If you don't watch mainstream media, then you probably haven't seen them. This was in Indianola, Iowa. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school, pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content on our children. And I will not give one penny to any school that has a vaccine mandate or mask mandate. Amen. Now, remember, Michelle Obama did that when she was the vice president of the United States. She cut funding to all schools as well. So it definitely can be done at that level. Except Michelle Obama, if you remember, cut funding to school, Eli, because those schools wouldn't allow boys and girls to pee in the same bathroom. Donald Trump will cut funding to schools who force kids to wear masks and who force kids to have, you know, no gender and all that. So there is quite a difference there, you know. Anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, Donald Trump is, is working hard in Iowa, very, very hard, and uh, hard for your vote, and wants you to know that he's still got it in him. And I think that's what a lot of people need to understand, is that a lot of people say, two old guys, Biden, Trump, both of them are old, we want both of them gone, blah, 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 blah. Donald Trump is showing that he can work and work hard. Not only that, Donald Trump's showing you that you can trust him. Now, back in the day, Donald Trump was asked, remember back in the early 90s, late 80s, when everybody was trying to get Donald Trump to run for president? And they asked Donald, they said, hey, Donald, what would it take for you to run for president? Do you think you could win? And he said, I don't think somebody like me could win. And the interviewer said, why? He said, because I'm too straightforward. I tell it like it is. I don't BS people, and I don't think a person like that could be elected. They're, they're, they're not electable. You have to be able to bend to donors and lobbyist wishes. He goes, maybe someday the people will want the truth. He goes, but I'm just not the kind of guy to get elected, right? That was back in the 80s and the 90s. Something else you might want to know about Donald Trump in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s is that the mob and the, and the mob union bosses, they tried to get to Trump. They couldn't flip him either. They couldn't turn him either. They couldn't get him to be corrupt either. Now, if the mob in New York City, before Giuliani cleaned it up, if they couldn't get to you, then you must be an anointed man. I want you guys to listen to what former Gambino crime family underboss, Sammy the Bull Gravano, I want you to remember what he said about Donald J. Trump. Roll this real quick. Try to press up on Trump, but you can never get to him. Yeah. Because he had 
ex-FBI agents all around him? All the time. And I tried a couple of times to press him and make arrangements where I could work with him and, and earn with him. I did that with other big contractors. I had the power of the unions. I could do all kinds of little things, but I couldn't get to him. He wouldn't bite. He just wouldn't bite. He he didn't want to do anything like that. And there was layers of people in the middle. One of my guys said, we'll go up to the office. I said, we'll go up to the office. Everybody around him is an ex-FBI agent. We'll go up to the office, we'll get cuffed, and we'll go right to prison. <laughs> so forget about Trump. He's a legitimate guy. He don't want to do it. Forget about Trump. Forget about Trump. He's a legitimate guy. You can't make him corruptible. You can't, you can't turn him bad. He is just too good. He's too uh, honest. He's too strong. And I'm going to end this segment with this right here. Are you ready? When Kevin McCarthy's ex-boyfriend, Frank Luntz, tells you there's no beating Trump, no matter what. He's got this. Ladies and gentlemen, if a Trump-hating rhino like Frank Luntz is saying that, ladies and gentlemen, then the people who hate Donald Trump, the anti-Trump people, the globalists, they're in big, big trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Luntz. But first, you can't do a Frank Luntz video without doing this. Frank Luntz, Kevin McCarthy's ex-boyfriend. We got your number. Here you go. Roll it. $150,000 on who's going to win in November. Who would you bet on? I never dreamed that I would say this, but I would bet on Trump. I never. I thought it was done. I thought it was over. You don't come back from an impeachment. You don't come back from January 6th. You don't come back from any of this. But he's come back. The guy's a survivor. And his opponent is having so much trouble that I would, at this point, to the edge to Trump. I would bet $150,000 on who's going to win in November. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Frank Luntz, what's the matter? Are you just seeing the forest for the trees now? Are you just starting to understand now? I know you got loomered the other day, and when somebody gets loomered, it could be, you know, hard to come back from that. Let's see what the LFA family has to say about Mr. Luntz's statements the guy just can't be stopped. It's about killed him to say that, but it's the truth, said Smokey. Smoky Mountain Combs, Tombs. I didn't see that. The real Americans are awake. That's right. Loser, says Amanda Collins. Bottom boy, says. <laughs> I know what you meant by that. Gross. Gross. Uh, so many politicians are gay. Just saying. I know. The cocaine is working, says Scotty. Trump is real, says Sheevy. 
Frank looks weepy. Frank Luntz, rhino. Trump was never out, not even close. He never came back. He's been here, and the 2020 election was stolen. Amen. Arthur Nettler says the truth is hard for some. Trump, our God machine. Luntz is a dunce. Frank Dunce. Crybaby, says L. Dooley. Loser, says Janmar. And S. Marvel says Frank Luntz. So embarrassed. Well, so embarrassed and so embarrassing as well. So embarrassed and so embarrassing. All right, folks, we are going to go to a quick, quick break here to talk about another new product from Brickhouse Nutrition. You guys, we have been partnered with Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens for over, what, almost two years now, I think, going on two years. And I forever, ever, ever, ever will say that my life was changed by Field of Greens Brickhouse Nutrition. So as we've worked with uh, Brickhouse Nutrition for quite some time now, we started looking and talking about some of their other products. And there are two that I was really, 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 really interested in for obvious reasons, but so were a lot of people in the LFA family. For a lot of people, they said that they weren't shedding weight fast enough, but they wanted a more natural way to shed weight like Field of Greens, but Field of Greens wasn't really shedding the weight for them as it was so much making them feel better, have more energy, feel cleaner, and have more regular bathroom breaks, things like that. So ladies and gentlemen, I have this product here that I want to talk to you about. Now, I started taking this because I am able to take this. I have no heart issues or anything like that because I want to see how much, if I can shed, I really want to shed like another 20, 25 pounds because I'm still a little bit unhealthy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Lean <coughs> from Brickhouse Nutrition. This is the product right here. As you can see, it's about, you can see how big it is. Here's my hand right here. You can see about the size difference, right? In the hand. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to read to you a little bit about this. Now, this is something, if you're really wanting to drop weight, it's another great product by Brickhouse Nutrition. I want to talk to you a little bit about it, all right? Stress can be one of the reasons why you can't lose weight. If you have moderate to high stress, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean, L-E-A-N, could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar and which causes your body to store fat, excess fat. Stress can also slow down your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. By the way, the Bible is a good thing for stress as well. And you know all about the uh, stress eating and sugar cravings that you get when you're stressed out. The good news, the studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain body, healthy body level sugars, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. If your life is a bit stressful and you want to lose weight, you can add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. You can get 15% off and take uh, uh, and free shipping by going to takelean.com, like fieldofgreens.com, but takelean.com, and use the promo code LFA15. Just like OFP Farms, LFA15 at TakeLean.com. Now, if anybody has heart issues or something like that, um, I would definitely talk to a doctor just to make sure, like if your heart speeds up quickly, because it's going to boost your metabolism a little bit. But it's another great product from Field of Greens. I also got another one I want to talk about later on about men's testosterone and stuff. But this company's proved itself time and time again. So 15% off, TakeLean.com. Promo code LFA15. All right, folks? All right. Check them out. 
See if it's something for you. Now, we got about 5,000 people in the um, in the stream. I'm going to ask you guys to do another quick round of sharing. Uh, sure. Hold on. Make sure you've rumbled if you have not. That's just click that thumbs up button. Because now we're about to go and show you what happened to Ron DeSantis in Iowa this weekend. Now, I'm all for friendly politics. I love your little zings and your little jabs. And I also love when politics is real, raw, but people can kind of have a sense of humor while you're campaigning and while you're going through politics, okay? Folks, what happened to Ron DeSantis this weekend is going to make you die laughing. This guy was so courageous at a Ron DeSantis campaign event. Now, Chip Soy was there. Chip Roy was there as well. And the look on Chip Roy's face and Ron DeSantis when this guy pulled this joke Unbelievable and priceless. Roll it. Before we get started, thank you, everyone. Governor DeSantis, I want to present to you this participation trophy. <laughs> now, probably not going to win the election, right? But we're proud of you for trying. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. He's special, he's unique, and he's our little snowflake. Thank you. Here you go. Do you want the award? We're so happy uh, real quick, before we get started, thank you, everyone. Governor DeSantis, I want to present to you this participation trophy. <laughs> now, probably not going to win the election, right? But we're proud of you for trying. I participation trophy. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. He's special, he's unique, and he's our little snowflake. Thank you. Here you go. Did you want? Now, you can see they didn't like that at all. Uh, uh, Casey DeSantis was the first. She, she was the first one to laugh, to laugh it off. But then she stood up there, and she was the first one to step up. Ron and Chip Soy were very upset. He's like, I don't – Ron almost smacked it out of his hand. If you see that, Ron lifted up his hand, and you could see Casey was kind of like, calm down. And he's like, I don't need no participation trophy. They, didn't, they, they couldn't see the humor in it. Um, I thought it was funny. If somebody did that to me, I would see the humor in it. But it does go to show you just basically how out of tune with the public he is and how he cannot be criticized in any way, shape, or form. Now, that guy who did that uh, participation trophy, we've got to give him the Smarty Award of the Day. Don't you think? I think we do. So let's go ahead and roll it. Ladies and gentlemen, the guy, the Iowa guy with the Participation Trophy Award. Smarty Award of the Day today. Now, to be honest with you, the Dum Dum Award today is actually going to follow up, okay? It's going to follow that up. And the reason why is because we have a clip here to show of Ron DeSantis taking a swipe at Trump. Now, again, if you're in politics and you're campaigning for president against somebody else, taking a swipe at each other is all love and war, right? It's part of the game. However, when Ron DeSantis does it, he just sounds stupid, weak, and ineffective. Roll it he cares about you can be the most worthless republican in america but if you kiss the ring he'll say you're wonderful you can be the strongest most dynamic uh successful republican and conservative in america but if you don't kiss that ring then he'll try to trash you you know what you deserve a nominee that's going to put you first not himself first I thought that's what Donald Trump did the entire first term of his uh, presidential tenure. A person who put us first. As a matter of fact, let me just roll off some things here. 
Ron DeSantis, if you don't mind, that Donald Trump did to put us first. He never took a single dime while he was in the job of president of the United States. He gave it all back to the people. He gave it all back to like the Veterans Affairs, children with cancer, cancer research, homeless, um, homeless programs. That's who Donald Trump gave his every single dollar that he made back to. What have you done with the money that you've gotten as governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis? Have you given it back? How about this one? Donald Trump is worth less today than he was before he went into office and became the president of the United States. No president in the history of our nation can make that same claim. Ron DeSantis, I would like to know what your personal finances look like today as opposed to before Donald Trump got you elected. How about this one, Ron DeSantis, governor, if I'm being respectful? Donald Trump could be on a yacht in the south of France right now, not going through political persecution and possible jail time or assassination. His family could be safe. His grandkids could be bouncing up and down on his billion-dollar lap, but he's not. And you say that's for himself? Those three things that I just outlined right there, governor, would let you know that the people or the persons who Donald Trump is doing this for is we, the people of the United States of America. Because, see, he has put his mouth where his money is. My question is, have you? Eli, that's a short clip. Please put write that down. Ron DeSantis, 50 minutes past the hour, so we can go right to it and make that a clear clip. Because if you ask me, the proof is well within the pudding. Now, Ron DeSantis has never backed down tour bus. Happened to be in a town in Iowa where he blocked the handicapped parking spots. By the way, Eli, it was negative 12 degrees outside when Ron DeSantis thought he was so important that his never back down bus could block handicapped parking spots. What do you think about that? Oh, that's, that's so sweet of him. That's nice. Never back down. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to show you a video about that. And then I'm going to show you how a wheelchair disabled man was disrespected by the DeSantis Never Back Down campaign after this atrocity. Roll this. Look at the, we can't move the, look at this asshole parked here. He took my space. Oh, uh, can we park there? We're going to park there. I'm handicapped. Come on, I'm handicapped. I need to park there. Is there, is there somebody there that we're talking to? Roll. Take a picture of that shit. They blocked the handicap I'm, I'm, I'm disabled. I have a wheelchair. Can I park there? That's a handicap spot. You need to just back up a little bit. All right, now, here's what we're going to do. That was the man who you're about to see who was in that video that said, I'm handicapped, I'm in a wheelchair, I need to park here, can you please move? Clearly, the people that were inside were inside. The bus was just parked there. The bus could have backed up. The bus could have accommodated, drove around the block, came back. Here's what happened to this man inside once he made it in. Roll it. 
It had money, millions of dollars to fund mail-in elections in all 50 states. It had paying people not to work. I said, if you spend $2 trillion and you pay people not to work, not only are you going to get inflation, you're going to get shortages, and you're also going to fund all of these blue states to shut down their governments What's the for problem? a year. Yeah, this will be the worst one. thing that ever happened to our economy. And yeah, I caught all kinds of I just telling them the I just told you. They hated me for telling them the truth. Well, they all showed up. I'm sitting there on the so you might ask yourself why was this man kicked out well ron desantis and his campaign never back down just had a man in a wheelchair thrown out of the event because he was wearing a hat what's that eli what I'm just following orders, man. So they were upset with the hat the guy was wearing, and they were upset that from that area, people were yelling Trump stuff. Here's my question, though. If you're out in a state, let's say Iowa, which is Trump country, can I just get my my Iowans in the live chat to sound off? Is Iowa Trump country or not? If you're in a state trying to get Trump country votes, then the only place to get them is from Trump's base. So if you demonize the base, throw out the base, especially if they're in wheelchairs, how do you ever expect to win the base? You can't. Which lets me know that either these guys are complete jerks, a-holes, and don't care or, and they're, and they're that arrogant, or they know that they've got no chance of winning anyway, so they might as well come out here, run Trump's name in the ground, and treat his supporters, the voters, you, myself, anybody else who's in Iowa, like trash because they support Trump. There are, there's only one of those two reasons why they would be running. So that is why I say there has never been a an ounce of me that said anybody but Trump, or maybe this could be the guy, or maybe this could be the girl, or what if this happens, or what if that happens? There's never been a what if. It's a Trump or bust, period. And it always has been for me. Now, I know that there are other hosts on this network who have a plan B. I say there is no plan B. There is plan A, and that's it. And why that's the case this time around, as opposed to any other time in our history, where we shouldn't say that in America, 
Why I'm okay with saying day one dictator when we shouldn't say that in America is because they have forced us to do so. They have backed us in a corner. They have made it. So this is the only absolute, period. Now we're going to move on to Nikki Haley, the other loser in the race. Because the Democrats in open primary states, see, New Hampshire is not an open primary state, meaning that if you live in New Hampshire, you have to be a Republican to vote in a Republican primary, and you have to be a Democrat to vote in a Democrat primary. And you have to have been registered by a certain date in order to do that. And that's how you get your, that's how you get your ballot. But in other states, you don't have to be registered as anything. And what Nikki Haley is hoping on is that the Democrats that are in Iowa will come out and vote in the Republican caucus for Nikki so that she has a chance on beating Trump. It's a disgusting trick that should never be allowed in a state. But this is the plan. And this is why you shouldn't vote for Nikki. Roll it. Pollster. I'm not going to worry about the numbers. What I am going to say is the momentum and the energy on the ground is strong. We feel it. We know that this is moving in the right direction. So it might be a decision that some folks know that they've already made. They're going out there tonight. It might be a last-minute decision for other folks, but we will see. We know that, of course, the roads still here in Des Moines don't look that great, and you wonder about how those county roads look like in those rural areas. Guys? Aisha, thank you. You look great out there in your car heart. Thank you, Aisha. Four-wheel drive, that's what we call it. Nikki Haley could see a surge of support from Democrats tomorrow night. How would that work? Well, some Iowa Democrats and some independents are said to be planning to crash the state's Republican caucuses and become Republicans for a day to vote for her in hopes of cutting into Donald Trump's lead. Iowa allows day of party registration and Democrats are not holding any presidential caucuses this year. So it could be there was one estimate, I think, last night that said maybe about three percent of Democrats could make up the turnout for Monday night. You got something there? Well, so there you go. That's their plan. That's their ploy. It's an open state. Why is Iowa like that? Hey, Iowa Repub uh, representatives. Hey, Kim Reynolds, get your Adam shift together. Why are you allowing that to happen? Why is any state allowing that to happen? They are going to put Democrats out on primary, Republican primary days in the states where they can in order to out-primary Donald Trump and the support that he's getting from us with the Democrats who don't have anybody to go out and vote for that day. Now, I will say this about Ramaswamy. He said that they were going to do that a week ago. But that's nothing new. Democrats have been doing that forever. As a matter of fact, in a race that I ran here in New Hampshire, the guy that I ran against thought he could do that and couldn't and found himself running as a Republican rather than a Democrat. Now, you may have found out that this weekend Donald Trump had some choice words to say about Vivek Ramaswamy. And it really kind of blew up this weekend on social media. Eli, you want to click that fan on for us? New Hampshire's the same way. No, it's not. Later, no, it's not. New Hampshire's a closed primary state. 
Come on, Iowa. We need you to vote for Trump only. Amen. No, New Hampshire is a closed primary state. You have to be a Republican to get a Republican ballot. You have to be a Democrat to get a Democrat ballot. And you have had to done that, I think, two months ago. I think the date was maybe even a month ago, but it was more than 30 days ago. 100% sure. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy, or like I like to call him, Vivek Obama Swamy. Donald Trump came out this weekend with a post against Vivek Ramaswamy. And he wrote this, Vivek started his campaign a great supporter. The best in generations. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks, said Donald Trump. Same thing I've been saying for for months. Trump continued to write, Vivek is very sly and warned voters. A vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. Vote for Trump. Don't waste your vote. Donald Trump concluded the post by adding, Vivek is not MAGA. Now that sent Twitter and every other social media platform into a frenzy this week because so many people's plan B is Vivek Ramaswamy. And the reason why so many people's plan B is Vivek Obamaswamy is because A, they never saw the side-by-side video that I showed where Vivek Obamaswamy was saying about eight to 10 exact quotes of Barack Obama in order to get noticed. Then once he got noticed and he got on the campaign debate stage, he absolutely switched up his tone and started saying word for word exact quotes from Donald J. Trump. Now, I always told you that Vivek Ramaswamy is a smart man who's got a future in politics. I always told you he was very bright. But I also always told you that I didn't trust him. And here is why. Because his tactic the entire time, he was so smart, he knew that he could not do what the others were doing and have a chance. Meaning he knew he could not go after Trump in a negative way because he knew that he wouldn't even have a chance because he's a skinny guy with a weird name, right? So what he did was he said, okay, I will hope and pray that Donald Trump goes to prison. And while I'm on this campaign trail, I will do everything I can to win over Trump's base. Because when Trump falls... I will be there to pick up the mess. Not Nikki Haley, not Ron DeSantis. And we only know this because he admitted to it many, many, many times. And while I say he admitted to it, what I mean by that is by him saying out of his own mouth, there is no way they're going to let Donald Trump anywhere near that White House again. There is no possible way that they will let Donald Trump near that White House ever again. So what does that mean? If they're not going to let Donald Trump near that White House ever again, by any means necessary, he's even talked about them assassinating him, then what's the only other alternative? Well, it's Vivek Ramaswamy there to pick up the MAGA supporters. He's not really MAGA. He's smart. He's a genius-level politician. He's a billionaire already as it is. 
Now, I'm not saying there's not a future for this man. What I'm saying is I'm never going to vote for him because I seen through. I seen the game, and I'm not going to call it a trick because it wasn't a trick. It was never a trick. It was just a strategy. And Donald Trump is finally calling that strategy out because Donald Trump needs every vote he can get, and he knows he's not going to peel the neocon warmongering rhinos off of DeSantis and Haley, but he knows he can get his votes back from Ramaswamy, who's gone out there and says, I'm the new Trump. I they are. Listen, oh, they are scared. And they will stop at nothing, but we're not going to let them get away with it. I've got fresh legs. I'm not wounded. And they're not going to let this man do it. You know when you this said eliminate, that gave me a chill. Because you think it's false or because you think it's true? I think it's true. I think they will stop at it nothing is, to stop them. Stop drawing. It's sad, but it's the truth. It's the sad, but it's the truth. So I'm but asking you to do your part, and we're going to. You know, we're not we, can polls, we can do this. We can do this. They say, how do you feel about the United States? And I say, I'm worried and I'm fearful. My job that you don't have to feel that way in this country. But we're losing it. We're, lo- it, we're losing it. It, it pains me to hear people. that. We need people like you. Young, vibrant. And that's where our founding fathers were. Yes. It's 1776 moments. I want your support that I will call this. I get emotional. I'm emotional about this country. I need your support on Monday night. You do this, I'm going to do my part. Okay, you're, you're picking at my shell. You are. Yeah. But, you know, I've got It's about this country. It's about this country. You want to save, you want to save Trump, you vote for me. I'm telling yeah. you that. You have You vote for Trump. You're sending He's him. No, but you're sending him to his own demise. You're falling into the trap that not only a country's falling in, that he's falling. You want to save Trump, you vote for me. I need your... You see that? Stop it right there. You want to save Trump, you need to vote for me. That's what he said to the lady. He said to the lady, this is, I mean, if this doesn't sound like the snake in the garden of Adam and Eve, I don't know what does, folks. I got to be completely lost here. I got to be reading this wrong. If I'm reading that and you ain't getting that, then I must be reading this wrong. Vote for me. Come on. Come on. Vote for me. A vote for Trump is a vote for his own demise. You really love Trump? You got to vote for me. If you really love Trump, you're, you're playing right into their hands. You're playing right into their demands. A vote for Trump. A vote for Trump is, is a vote for his own death. Vote for me. Vote for me. I'm the only one that can save Trump. Come on. Eat the apple. Eat the apple. God doesn't want you to know the secrets of the universe. God doesn't want you to know the difference between right and wrong. Eat the apple. Come on. Eat the apple. I dare you. I dare you. You support the Iowa caucus. That's a good argument. That's it's, a good it, argument. It's, it's not an argument. It's the truth. Do the right thing for for this country. For him and for this country, he said. Do the right thing for Trump, he said, and vote for me. Because the others. No, no, forget that. But this is this is not this is that's the truth, and I th- and I think you know it. It, but this is yes, yes. This is the truth, and I, what I just told you, I think you know that in your heart to be true. Do the right thing on Monday. That's what I'm asking you for. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to see what the LFA family has to say about this one because I know this one caused a lot of turmoil online. I'm with you, Jeremy. Slime bucket. Good comparison, Jeremy. Sounds like a snake in the garden. Loser. He shares in the vaccine. Oh, he has shares in the vaccine. Slick talker, just like a snake. 
bastard, the Antichrist, slimeball. Yeah, that makes sense. The right thing. Vote Trump. I hope she didn't bite the apple. It looks like she did. Candace Owens is supporting Vivek. Yeah, I heard Benny Johnson was too. Heard not a lot of people are happy about that. Some people are so weak-minded though. Yes, they are. Never trusted a Hindu. (laughs) Never trusted Vivek. Wow, sleaze, sneaky, loser. Trump only, snake man from Harvard. He's a snake, evil as hell. Was buddies with Zuckerberg. I'm with you, Jeremy. Jeremy, he's a snake in the grass. Snake, snake, snake. Eli, write that down. Ramaswamy snake clip. That's the other one. Folks, I've been doing this a long time. Maybe not as long as some people, but I've been living and breathing this stuff for a long time. And I have been once bitten, twice shy when it comes to people deceiving me in politics. And after Mike Pence did it, I said, I'm never going to allow it ever again. I'm never going to allow myself to be duped like Mike Pence did to me ever again. Which is exactly why I wasn't duped by Mike Johnson, but I gave him a chance. I'll give anyone a chance until I realize flag, red flag, red flag. And now I'm actually looking into those red flags. And I saw this from day one. Again, I don't think Vivek is a bad guy. I just think that that was his plan the whole time. Vote for me. Come on. And then, ladies and gentlemen, when I got that sent to me, that was, the, that was it for me right there. I knew I was right. I knew I was right the whole time. So, again, we're almost at 6,000 people, folks. We need you to share this like the Dickens, especially after what I just showed. And if somebody just comes in and you get them to come in, tell them to rewind 10 minutes and watch, especially if they are about Vivek. Now, from what I understand, Benny Johnson has really lost a lot of friends, Eli, over the last few days. From what I understand, Benny Johnson is on the Vivek train as well. That's not going to be good for him. That's not going to be good for him, not him or his brand. Now, again, I'm not saying that his brand should depend on whether he likes or doesn't like Trump. I'm not saying that at all. But his brand does depend on integrity. His brand does depend on integrity. And if you switch up what you're saying just for votes, likes, maybe cash, maybe a ride on the Vivek bus, ladies and gentlemen, Your audience is going to see through it before anybody else does. Trust me. That has never happened here on LFA, and it never will. And it never will. Now, ladies and gentlemen, NBC put out a report this weekend that was truly alarming. Truly alarming. And it's what the deep state is planning to do to Donald Trump. Not if, but when he is back in the White House. Concerns are intensifying among far-left national security experts. This is a big big story, guys. And Pentagon insiders over the possibility of that Donald Trump might leverage the U.S. military to enforce his political will if he returns to the Oval Office. Not might, he's going to. What do you think about that, Eli? Let's do it, baby. Sounds like some people are scared, bud. Hmm? In a detailed report, NBC News inadvertently admitted the existence of a deep state allegedly working to facilitate a military coup against President Trump 
Ready for this? If he is freely and fairly elected by the American people again. Oh, what a way to really tick some people off. Ready for this? Please share. Let's get into this. The NBC article paints a portrait of a left-wing plot to disrupt military allegiance to civilian control. Molly Hemingway of The Federalist wrote, quote, NBC's report uh, reports the left is plotting ways to have military not be under civilian control. This dangerous and unconstitutional uh, usurpation of power is being framed by NBC as good because it will undermine Trump if he is freely and fairly elected by the American people again. Quote, ready? Civilian control of the military is part of the bedrock foundation of American democracy. I hate that word. The democratic project is not threatened by the existence of a powerful standing military so long as civilian and military leaders and the rank and file they lead embrace and implement effective civilian control. According to War on the Rocks. Quote, civilian control is exercised within the executive branch for operational orders by the chain of command, which runs from the president to the civilian secretary of defense to the combatant commanders. Now, there is a concerted effort by a coalition of public interest groups and lawmakers to anticipate and thwart any attempts to misuse presidential powers. So what they're doing is they're gearing up to neuter Donald Trump as a president once he claims the uh, Oval Office again, which he will, or else they wouldn't be doing this. This includes closely monitoring Trump's policy statements and the interviews given by his allies to gauge the direction of a potential second Trump administration. If the deep state and the Pentagon are gearing up for a second Trump administration and Trump has told you that by any means necessary, he will be back in that White House and that we are going to have him back in control again. Why are you worried that he's not going to be there? Key players in this preemptive effort include Democracy Forward and Project Democracy, far-left organizations with histories of challenging Trump's administration in court. They are preparing for legal battles and seeking to build allies and alliances to counteract any abuses of power on day one. Day one dictator, right? They're going to have a coffer of tens of millions of dollars with lawyers on retainer waiting and ready to challenge Donald Trump and they're going to lose. If Donald Trump is sparking fear among those who understand the, working inner, uh, the inner workings of the Pentagon and how things work in our country, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's a good thing. And it lets me know that we are right on target. Amen? Now, going after the deep state. Part of that deep state is embedding itself and hiding in high political uh, offices and high-powered positions, much like Brad Raffensperger. Now, people like Brad Raffensperger, Letitia James, Alvin Bragg, Fannie Willis, just to name a few. They are, our country is riddled with this scum. And the only way to get rid of this scum is to unapologetically go after them every chance we get. And in the wake of everything that's been happening in Georgia, well, ladies and gentlemen, 
Brad Raffensperger is now having an investigation opened up against him as well. And Georgia high-ranking Republican officials, more now today than ever was before, are calling for the resignation of Brad Raffensperger after all of the details that LFA broke and handed to Bernie Carrick last month. Roll it. But the fact that you won, the fact that uh, Brian Kemp won over Trump-endorsed candidates, I mean, what does that suggest about that dynamic? Tell me about the state's experience and history with Dominion. As soon as I was elected, we had a new uh, election reform bill that allowed us to go ahead and purchase uh, new voting machines. As soon as I was elected, we had a new uh, election reform bill that allowed us to go ahead and purchase uh, new voting machines. This was on your watch. My watch. Uh huh. My watch. Uh huh. Came down to two bidders, ESNS or Dominion Voting Systems. So then we entered into negotiations, signed a contract with Dominion Voting Systems for a statewide contract. And do you think that your uh, victory in this Republican primary can, uh, you know, do you think that that message can get to those who are still claiming that the election was stolen? In other words, should your victory be a sign to them that uh, voters are wanting to move on? Well, I think people really are trying to move on. I think that truth matters, integrity counts. I did an interview weeks ago with Chris Krebs and every time I asked him how do you know what you know how do you know the election has integrity virtually every time he said look at Georgia look at Georgia just look at what happened in Georgia Georgia has machines that tabulate the vote and that tells you what that tells you that there was no manipulation of the vote there is no foreign power that is flipping votes there's no domestic actor flipping votes. I think the more likely explanation is that there was no algorithm. I did it right. We did it right. The systems performed as intended. The systems performed as intended. Big thanks to Ultra Maga Party and Max Evans on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now. Brad Raffensperger starting to feel some heat down in Georgia. Maybe the devil decided to go to Georgia, Eli. Maybe that's why there's heat being felt among Georgia corrupt officials and politicians. Much like Fannie Willis. Now, you guys know that we reported last week that Fannie Willis is facing two uh, major uh, allegations. One, that she has been communicating with, colluding with the DOJ and the White House as to how to go after and attack Donald Trump. We also know that she's facing allegations of basically laundering money, taxpayer money, to enrich the person that she was sleeping with in order to be a top Trump prosecutor. Well, ladies and gentlemen, because of all of this, Fannie Willis decided that she was going to make a public statement over the weekend, just so happened to be at church. What better public statement to make about the crap that's coming down on you, about the heat that you're starting to feel in Georgia than to go to church to make it and then spread it all over social media as if, as if it's a, an official statement about what she's going through. But Eli, wouldn't you know that the reason why Fannie Willis says that she's going, getting all of these allegations toward her is because she's a black woman and you can't expect back black women to be perfect, Eli. Oh, oh, okay. Well, my mistake. Like you can expect white people to be perfect, right, I guess? Anyway, that's her argument. Can't expect a black, you can't expect a black woman to be perfect. 
I want you all to hear me now. I want you all to hear me now. She started kicking in that AOC uh, urban uh, voice and accent that Fannie Willis does not have, by the way. Anyway, roll it. But dear God, are you listening? Why does Commissioner Thorne and so many others question my decision in a special counsel? Lord, you're flawed, hard-headed, and imperfect child. I'm a little confused. I appointed three special counsel as is my right to do. Paid them all the same hourly rate. They only attacked one. I hired one white woman, a good personal friend and great lawyer. A superstar, I tell you. you I hired one white man, you weren't sleeping brilliant, with them. my friend and a great lawyer. And I hired one black man, another superstar, a great friend, and a great lawyer. Oh Lord, they gonna be mad when I call them out on this nonsense. First thing they say, oh she gonna play the race card now. But no God, isn't it them who's playing the race card when they only question one? Isn't it them playing the race card when they someone from some other jurisdiction in some other state to tell me how to do a job I've been doing almost 30 years. God, why don't they look at... There it is, folks. Why did they only single out that one man, that one black man who was a superstar? because you were spreading your legs for that one black man and sleeping with him and taking vacations on taxpayer dollars. That's why. Not because he was black. If he was the white man that you were sleeping with, we would have said the same thing. Now, when this woman resorts to going to church to lie in front of God in the house of Jesus Christ... To try to make her statement, you know that woman's lying. She ain't, she lying, Eli. You know she lying. People are not being duped any longer. May God have mercy on that woman's soul. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to go and we got to talk about our next partner of the show, and that is CB Distillery. Let me ask you this. I want to show a hands in the audience. How many people have tried CBD? How many people have since switched some of their over-the-counter medicines that they were getting for their everyday ailments and started relying on CBD instead? If you have, why did you do it? And how's it changed? I can tell you this, folks. When I take a few Advil or ibuprofen because my, my, my arthritis or my, because yes, I have it from, from sitting at a computer all the time. When I take pills for it, over-the-counter pills, it gives me some temporary relief, but then I need more. And then I need more of those pills the next time I take them because my body builds up and like, uh, uh, becomes immune to it. CBD doesn't work like that. CBD doesn't need you to get more. It actually works for a heck of a lot longer, and you can actually use it as a, to be proactive rather than reactive. Do it when you get up in the morning. Rub some of that on your hands or your, or your back or your arms so that you don't even experience those pains. 
And the same thing for any kind of relaxation or, or sleep. Stop getting the melatonin stuff because your body is going to build a resistance to that and then it will not produce the melatonin that you naturally need to produce. There's so many ramifications for using over-the-counter medicine. So, cbdistillery.com, 20% off again this week if you use the promo code LFA at the point of purchase. That's cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, promo code LFA, and you get 20% off this week. Try it out today. That's cbdistillery.com. Another one of our great partners, 4Patriots.com. Now, there is no more promo code with 4Patriots. Here's how you get there. It makes it a lot easier. Open up a tab right now and type in 4Patriots, the number 4Patriots.com, put a slash, and then put LFA. That'll take you right to the page where you already get your discount. Now, folks, you've already heard about Disease X. You've heard about some crazy stuff happening in 2024. You've heard about supply chains and all this stuff that are going to be disrupted. So if you can, don't wait to make sure that you are safe and ready. Don't get ready, as the Bible says. Be ready. And that goes from all the way up to your power generators, all the way down to your little portable power station cells that you see right there on the page. It also works for your emergency stuff, like your emergency go tote. $199 before you go to and use our uh, landing page. So, folks, if this sounds like something that you want to do and start to be proactive rather than reactive, again, 4Patriots.com slash LFA. That's 4Patriots.com slash LFA today. Somebody who was not ready for what they uh, knew was coming was Governor Porky Pritzker. That's right, folks. Illinois Governor Porky Pritzker was not ready to be a sanctuary city. Although he said he was ready to be a sanctuary city, he lied because he's not. Go ahead and roll this. That's all, folks. That's a message from Governor Porky Pritzker today. Actually, your real message from Governor Porky Pritzker is begging. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say this one more time. Begging the state of Texas, to stop sending migrants, stop sending illegals, stop sending these illegals to our sanctuary cities and state, says Governor Porky Pritzker. Not enough has been done. There's no doubt about that. And I think that the president needs to do more. The Congress needs to do more. Uh, Cities out here that are the target of this political game that Governor Abbott is playing uh, are suffering. And uh, here in Illinois, it's minus 29 degrees uh, outside with the wind chill. Uh, We have migrants that arrive from Texas virtually every day, uh, hundreds, and uh, we don't have places to put them. We don't have enough shelter space here. There are plenty of other cities where, you know, if he's going to send people, they could be sent. But no, he's choosing only Democratic states, Democratic cities. Because you guys are the ones that asked for them. You guys are the ones that made a campaign speech and lobbied for them. Remember when you were so happy and proud to be a sanctuary state? Huh? Remember when you were so happy and proud to be a sanctuary city inside in Chicago and you asked for them? They're only giving you what you're asking for. And my next question to Governor Porky Pritzker is this. Why do you expect Texas to take them then? Why do you expect Texas to say, you know what? The fake president is failing us, but we'll keep them. If you don't want them, 
Why would Texas want them? Here's an idea. Nobody wants them. Folks, we almost got to 6,000 people. We're only 200 away. I know you guys have already done some sharing, but if you guys could share one more time, we would really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. We love you on that one. Let's get over 6,000. Now, because of this illegal alien crisis that the Biden, administrated, the, the Biden administration actually funded and forced on the American people in order to replace the black and the brown vote that they lost because of no confidence, that's truth, New York City police officers are saying that the fear in New York City is palpable amid disorder and decay. Imagine that. The NYPD saying that they don't know how much more they can do because the New York City residents are fearful amid disorder and decay. Where is that disorder and decay coming from? The mob doesn't exist as it did. Occupy whatever isn't happening. Oh, yeah, it is. Occupy America by illegal aliens. Retired New York Police Department Sergeant Pete Panuccio, a 39-year-old police veteran, said that New Yorkers are living in fear in a crime-ridden city. Eli, make sure you show your wife this one, okay? And for anybody else out there who desperately wants to make a trip to New York City, I'd hold off. Because if the people that are living there are begging Donald Trump to come, even in the hood, if the people in the hood and New York City are begging Donald Trump to come and change things, it's bad. The police sergeant shared that there's a sense of disorder, a sense of decay, and what I like to call palpable fear. Those are things that you cannot quantify. But people are scared again in the city of New York. I thought that was the decency that they were bringing back to the White House. I thought they were bringing back decency and unity and peace. They brought back indecency. They brought back decay. They brought back division and they brought war. They brought disaster. They brought an invasion. And they're still bringing it today. Which is why... On February 3rd, LFA TV will be joining live the trucker convoy down at our southern border. And we're going to do our part as much as we do it every day. We're going to do our part as well down at that border because they deserve our help. The country deserves as much help as it can get. Governor Abbott seems to be doing something, but not nearly enough as far as I'm concerned. Sheila says, lost Illinois. I was born and raised in Illinois. Thank God I got out. I feel the same way. Do you think that I love going back to my home state and seeing it in such a disaster? It looks like trash. When I go to Illinois, I feel like trash because of the way it's been governed. And now, I'm sure you've seen this all over TV, Now they want us to govern and run our airports the same way that they governed and ran our cities. Would you feel comfortable flying 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. My name is Shelly. I am a proud transgender. And uh, my co-pilot happens to be a mentally handicapped individual who goes through temporary paralysis every five minutes. We'd like you to enjoy your flight here on DEI Airlines. And let's hope we make it to our destination. Again, this is your captain, Shelly, a transgender woman, and my co-pilot, a mentally handicapped person who goes through temporary paralysis every five minutes. You're in good hands. Please make sure that your seats, tables, and trays are in their upright and locked positions, and we will be exiting the runway shortly. No! Ah, get me off! Get me off the plane! I don't want to be here! I didn't sign up for this! No, thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, just when you thought they couldn't take the DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, to a whole new level of crazy, well, ladies and gentlemen, you ain't seen nothing yet. Now, usually, when they talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, they're talking about skin color. Maybe religion. Maybe your choice in who you like to have sex with. But in this instance, folks, they're talking about people with severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities. Yeah. Here we go. Safety does not appear to be a concern for the federal government these days. They seem more interested in the feel-good tactics than the well-being of, you know, you and me. The Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, is currently recruiting applicants who struggle with severe intellectual disabilities, as well as other serious problems. Their diversity and inclusion plan claims that diversity contributes to safe travel. But does it? The administration's DEI policies for hiring are available on their website. The FAA is actively recruiting workers who suffer severe intellectual disabilities and psychiatric problems and other mental and physical conditions under a diversity and inclusion hiring initiative spelled out on the agency's website. Quote, targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government as a matter of policy, as identified for special emphasis in recruiting and hiring. They include hearing, vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, and dwarfism. Think about that, Eli. While you were gone, I think the troll came in, but might want to be on the lookout for that. So I'm going to ask you again, and I don't want anybody to be disrespectful or rude. I'm just going to ask you your personal consumer opinion. As an American, would you feel safe flying on an airline if you knew that the people that were running that airline and possibly that plane could possibly have hearing problems, vision problems, Missing extremities, partial and complete paralysis, epilepsy and severe intellectual disability with a psychiatric disability. Would you be okay with that? Would you buy a ticket 
with your hard-earned money? And if you didn't, do you think they'd call you a racist or a bigot? Bet they would. Let's see what you guys in the rumble world think. That's a great big heck no. Stick around, burn slots. You might learn something. Burn slots is here. Well, thank you for the uh, analytics, numbnuts. Absolutely not. That is terrifying, said Kristen. They want to kill us one way or another. Amen. I know. Absolutely not. Make this a short clip. I'm a tiny person flying me. No, don't. Didn't see the rest. Lovebug said, absolutely not. My car is just fine. No friggin' way. Hell no. Or are they trying to instill fear? Well, that could be as well. That could be as well. How many rumbles do we got, Eli? Are we good on, uh, we looking good on rumbles? What do we got here? 1,500 thumbs up, folks. We really appreciate that. Our goal is to get to 2,000. So if the 6,000 people are watching have rumble accounts, then go ahead and give us a thumbs up real quick. We'd definitely appreciate that. So now they've destroyed the country. They're destroying the institutions that made America great to begin with. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to another very crooked and corrupt institution, the House of Representatives. Let me take a drink of my Rise Up coffee, and then we'll get to it. That coffee is spent. Moving on. House Republicans have issued another subpoena for Hunter Biden to come and testify behind closed doors after Hunter Biden has now started to feel the heat and said that if Congress subpoenas him again, then he'll comply this time. Oh, well, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice, Eli? I know I didn't make it. I know I made a mockery of your entire, you know, institution there. But if you subpoena me again, I'll make this one. Why do you think that is, Eli? Because the walls are closing in, Hunter? <laughs> I think the walls are closing in for a lot of people, and a lot of people are trying to push their, uh, push their power, and they're realizing it ain't going to work out so good. So House Republicans announced, instead of, I don't know, just issu- issuing a, an arrest warrant and utilizing the Speaker of the House and his power with being a capital of, in charge of Capitol Police. Anyway, instead of doing that, they announced yesterday that they will issue a second deposition to the crackhead first son, Hunter Biden, after he blew off the first deposition and instead delivered a speech inside the U.S. Capitol the day of his first deposition. Hunter blew off the first deposition, ran inside the Capitol, ran inside the uh, House of Representatives and ran out when Marjorie Taylor Greene was about to show him who he really was, then sends out a letter to the House of Representatives and the committee saying, hey, I know I did all that, but if you do this again, this time I'll make it. So Representative James Comer and Jim Jordan wrote to Abe Lowell in a letter obtained by the Washington Examiner that they are prepared to issue subpoenas compelling Mr. Biden's appearance at a deposition on a new date in the coming weeks. Ooh, I'm so scared. I'm sure he's so scared too, right? 
The revelation comes after extensive back and forth between Lowell and the two Republicans who have long sought to talk to Hunter as part of their impeachment inquiry into his father. The Republicans have not yet found the courage to have Hunter Biden arrested for defying Congress, something Democrats do on a whim. Didn't Steve Bannon get arrested? Didn't he get perp walked? I have no confidence in this Republican Party. Never have. And I want Mike Johnson removed immediately. And from what I understand, Eli, Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to issue articles, I mean, um, motion to vacate on Mike Johnson, maybe as early as the end of this week. I say, let's go. What are we waiting for? Why are we waiting for the end of this week? Or why are we waiting for the end of this week? He's already done absolutely nothing except for prop up the Democrats. What are we waiting for? Let's get moving. What's up, Eli? Kind of like space balls. Sir, we're preparing to move out. What are you preparing? You're always preparing. Just go. Yeah. Stop preparing. Just do. See, the Republicans lose all the time because the Republicans are cowards. They are weak-minded individuals. Navarro, too. That's right. They did the same thing to Peter Navarro. Amen. Folks, I'd like to thank everybody, by the way, who donated through Rumble Rants today as well. I appreciate you keeping Eli employed, keeping us in business here. Um, Having said that, I think we need to switch gears to the... Border Patrol versus the Texas National Guard. So last week, you guys, I showed you a, um, a series of videos that showed the Texas National Guard uh, actually repelling the migrants and blocking Border Patrol. Oh, actually, before we get there, before we get there, I do have this video of Marjorie Taylor Greene um, accusing, or not accusing, but threatening the motion to vacate on Speaker Mike Johnson. So if we could... Um, uh, two annoying voices, but voices nonetheless. Let's listen to this real quick before we get to the update on the border. Here we go. No, I, I said that if he made that border deal, where if he if he passes that Senate border deal or so-called border deal, it's really an amnesty deal where Democrats are going to bring in millions and millions of illegals and turn them into Democrat voters. That's their plan, is to replace Americans with millions and millions of illegal aliens. And it upset me so much that this is the deal that Republicans and the Senate are making. And they want to do this in exchange for $60 billion more dollars for Ukraine. Maria, our, our country's broke. We're like a corporation on the verge of bankruptcy with with $34 trillion in debt. The border crisis is, is a national security crisis that has Americans everywhere. It doesn't matter how they vote. Americans everywhere are sick and tired and fed up with it. And we could talk about the numbers and we could talk about all the things that produce daily outrage. But the real situation here is if the Republican Speaker of the House and any Republican or really anyone elected to serve in the United States Congress should be supporting, protecting America's national security interests, and they mm. would never vote for that deal. And that's why I told Speaker Johnson, if he made that deal in exchange for $60 billion for Ukraine, I would vacate the chair, and I still stand by those words. And uh, we'll see if she actually does it. We'll see how much she actually does stand by those words. Now, folks, I want to get back to the border here real quick. Um, because I got a couple more videos to show you 
uh, that I did not get to show you last week because they didn't come out until this weekend. So the first video that you're about to see is uh, Texas National Guard standing at the top of the Rio Grande with illegals trying to come up the bank. And of course, they're sitting there with the razor wire. Now, over the weekend, there was some other video as well that showed that... uh, Texas National Guard actually came out with riot shields, and they were actually repelling the, uh, the illegals, but some were getting underneath and getting through. And, uh, you know, at least it's doing something. But uh, here's, some view, here's a view of that uh, from over the weekend. Go ahead and play that. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more. Hey, Abbott, I love what you're doing. Should have done it a lot sooner. How about now the ones you capture start pushing away? He says that Governor Abbott said when asked if he would use lethal force to stop the illegal aliens, do you know what his answer was? If we use legal force against the illegals, or he said immigrants, if we use legal, lethal force against them, the administration will charge us with murder. Oh, well. Is there a problem? Who cares what the administration charges you with? Charge them with triple what they charged you with. What's that, Eli? Illegitimate administration is going to charge you with bogus charges. I can, we can play make believe too. Yeah, I can play make believe. I can, I can, you know, I can say that I'm, I'm a, I'm a girl when I'm really a boy. I mean, is that the world we're living in? Who cares? What are they going to do to you? They're not going to start war with you. They're too afraid. They're just allowed to be bullies because we've allowed them to be bullies. Now, here's the one I really like. This is Texas National Guard blocking Border Patrol agents access to the Shelby Park region to mitigate the illegal migrant crossings. Let's go ahead and uh, illegal aliens crossing, I should say. This is the Border Patrol in the SUVs trying to get through. Texas National Guard saying, no, 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 you got to turn around. Now, they do let them through only to turn around their vehicles, which I don't even know why they let them do that. That's right. Turn around. Get the heck out of here. And I like what people in the chat said. Charge Biden with treason. Then they charge us with murder for keeping our borders safe and charge him with treason. Amen. I agree 100%. Now, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, starting at 6 p.m., we will have coverage of the Iowa caucus. From 6 p.m. tonight 
all through. So don't watch the other networks. Don't watch the mainstream media. You don't have to watch RSBN or Real America's Voice to get the uh, to get the update on the Iowa caucus numbers tonight. I want all 6,000 of you back here tonight at 6 p.m. And we'll cover the Iowa caucus throughout the evening. All right? So, ladies and gentlemen, again, just to... Um, Just to remind you, tonight, Iowa caucus, starting at 6 p.m., right here, coverage from the best coverage team on the planet, the LFA family. We will be here. There'll be LFA hosts coming in and out, talking about what we see when we, as results come in. Sean Farish, myself, Mike Crispy, Will Johnson, and many others. Tonight, remember, right here, LFA TV, 6 o'clock, all the way to the results. Tonight, LFA TV, Iowa caucus results. Tell your friends, do not forget. A lot of people will go, I didn't hear Jeremy say that. Nope, I'm saying it over and over again, just so you know. Now, what is disease X? Eli, you've been hearing about disease X, right? Now, remember all of that Chinese CCP biolab stuff that they were doing on the mice here, and they were killing all the mice? Well, they were, co- they were coming up with a new strand after COVID. They mutated COVID, and they made this new strand called disease X. And disease X actually killed 100% of the mice it was injected with. The WHO has come out this last week and said that disease X is the next disease that we need to be worried about that we're going to have to lock down again to get rid of. You see what's coming, right? Lock and load, folks. Listen up. This week there was published some really concerning research from China. What the researchers did was they got a virus from a pangolin. That's these charming little creatures that are so abused throughout uh, Eastern Asia, particularly. They took a virus from the pangolin and they cultured it in cells in the laboratory. And they then infected mice with it. And it killed all of the mice that had infected through brain infection. So they've generated this new virus that kills 100% of mice it's infected with. But it gets worse. Because the mice that were infected were humanized mice. Now, these are called transgenic mice. In other words, they were given some human genes. And they were given human ACE receptor genes that were expressed by the mouse. So these are essentially human ACE receptors in genes. And it was a coronavirus from the pangolin. And it killed 100% of the mice that were infected. And these are the things that they are jiggling around with in laboratories. This is absolute madness. And it needs to be banned uh, yesterday, as far as I'm concerned. So that's disease X, folks. Now I want to show you something very, very concerning. In China, right now, they have, Eli, what are those things called where you, where you go in and get cremated? Cre- cremat- cre- crematorium? That's how you pronounce that word? Yeah. They've got mobile crematoriums, Eli. Mobile crematoriums ready for disease X. What's that? That's terrifying. You want to see them? I've got video of them. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the mobile CCP crematoriums just in time for the election variant. Just in case World War III doesn't work out.
Look at the way they work. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, you know if they've got mobile crematoriums, they are um, they're gearing up for something huge. So, folks, I don't know how many times I've said it. I don't know how many times I have to say it. It's all about being prepared and being ready for anything and having complete autonomous control over your family, your health, and your future. And the way that starts is with the wellness company right here. I'm going to tell you why you really need to go with the wellness company, folks, because when the supply chain really hits, the first thing that you're going to see is drug prices go through the roof. The second thing that you're going to see is your medications and your prescriptions. You're not going to be able to get them. That I can promise you. As sure as I was about Vivek Swami, I am sure that you are going to have a very hard time, a very hard time getting your hands on your medications. So ladies and gentlemen, TWC.health, TWC.health for your COVID kit and for your wellness kit and your emergency kit. When you're going to need hydroxychloroquine, when you're going to need ivermectin, when you're going to need to fight against this crap that they're putting out, ladies and gentlemen, twc.health slash LFA is the only way. I'm telling you right now, get your own virtual care doctor. Stock up on the things that you need now. I know some things have an expiration date. Oh, well, better to have and not need than need and not have. Get all your prescriptions through these. Stop going to hospitals. Stop going to pharmacies. Stop going to woke urgency care units when you don't need to, and you can have your own virtual care doctor, twc.health. TWC.health. The best thing you can do while we're fighting all this stuff is be prepared to fight it. Be prepared and be ready today. That's TWC.health slash LFA. TWCHealth.com slash LFA today. Be ready for anything and everything always. Another thing that you're going to want to be ready for, folks, is if you have anything left in your retirement, in your 401k. Now, check this out. I am working with GoldCo so that GoldCo can lower their um, minimum amount to buy through them, to work through them, to buy purchase and gold, silver and all that through them. I don't, I, the, right now, they have this thing where you have to have a, a 401k or an IRA account to go with them. I want everybody to be able to buy silver and gold. I want you to be able to buy silver coins, gold coins for your home. So I'm working on that now. And it's not going to hurt if you guys call goldco.com at the number on the screen and ask them the same thing. Demand it. Get them in the business of small purchases today. For everything else, goldco.com slash live. Goldco.com slash live today and protect your wealth if you have any left okay folks that's gonna do it i got one more piece of good news on your way out so those who stayed good on you donald trump gets a big win in the great state of florida by this great judge again judge eileen cannon ladies and gentlemen she is not putting up with jack smith in any way shape or form so let's get into this story right now by christina layla judge eileen cannon before we leave smacks down another request Another filing by hitman Jack Smith rejecting his request to force Donald Trump to reveal his defense strategy. I love it. He shouldn't know anyway. Judge Eileen Cannon denied the prejudice special counsel Jack Smith's motion to compel Donald Trump to disclose his defense strategy in the classified documents case in Florida. In November, Jack Smith tried to force Trump and his lawyers to disclose on whether he would use, quote, quote, an advice of counsel defense in the classified documents case. This could have forced Trump to waive attorney-client privilege if there was a judge who allowed it to happen. 
Thankfully, Judge Eileen Cannon, a Trump appointee and somebody who actually goes by the law, denied Jack Smith's request, saying the following, quote, denying with prejudice, or excuse me, without prejudice, special counsel's motion to compel disclosure regarding advice of counsel defense. The court has reviewed the motion, defendant's opposition, the special counsel's reply, and is fully advised in the premises Assuming the facts and circumstances in this case warrant an order compelling disclosure of an advice of counsel trial defense, the court determines that such a request is not amenable to proper consideration at this juncture. Prior to at least partial resolution of pretrial motions, transmission to defendant of the special counsel's exhibit and witness lists and other disclosures as may become necessary. The special counsel's motion is therefore denied without prejudice Judge Eileen Cannon wrote on Friday. So you know what we do when we get good news here on LFA? We like to celebrate a little bit. We got that little Trump dance. You see, we got... Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for joining us here on LFA TV today. And remember, there's another guy out there fighting every day. And Fox, uh, Walmart just dropped, or Fox News just dropped him, folks. That's right, Fox News just told Mike Lindell he is no longer allowed to promote or advertise on Fox News. That's okay. We don't need you. MyPillow.com slash LFA or promo code LFA. You help out Mike. Lindell, you help out Jeremy Harrell. You help all of us out here at LFA TV. I know you got enough pillows. I know you got enough slippers. I know you got enough pillowcases, but there's something. There's something on Mike Lindell's site that you can help him out with and help us out with. As another big box, uh, another big company has decided to cancel Mike Lindell, we haven't. MyPillow.com slash LFA or use the promo code LFA today. Well, that's going to do it for Live from America today, guys. I want to thank you so much. We'll see you back here tonight at 6 p.m. for live coverage of the Iowa caucus. Until then, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Kevin Smith, Loud Majority, comes up next. Peace out, guys. I love you. God bless.